Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, talking with Dana Dunford from Hemlane. How you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So uh, I'm going to ask you to take off your CEO hat, probably take off your Hemlane hat, and just be Joe Blow, Jane, you know, Jane Smith. <laughs> and the reason I want to do that is I just want to talk about, you know, we both have advanced degrees. Uh, we went to college for a long time. And uh, I think there's a lot of, thoughts out there about is is college worth it and i thought we should talk about it you also went to a top you know one percent school uh so I, I just i thought we should talk about it. is did you think your college education was worth it would you do it again who's college right for wrong for all of that yeah this is this is a great question also incredibly um complex yeah nuanced you are um <laughs> yeah. And then the other part I would say about it um, is that with how expensive college is, mm -hmm. I do believe that it's one of those things you really do have to carefully consider, especially with the student debt crisis that's out there. Yeah. And for some of you listening to this, it might be too late, but then it's like, okay, how do you educate your kids? And yeah. how do you think of a good plan for them? Um and so, yeah, just to to give everyone some background, and Michael will step in because he also um, has a higher education here too. I did a, a dual degree in undergrad, and then I did a master's in applied mathematics, and then I also did a master's in um, business over at Harvard, so an MBA. And um, you know, people always and you ask, did you did all of that by what age? Like 26, 27? I was twenty eight when I graduated. Okay. After for all, all those degrees, 28 for okay. all of those degrees and a couple of things um, about it. One in none of these degrees changed my work ethic. I almost think I went to school because I wanted to work more and mm. I was already working like insane hours at work. And I was like, oh, let me get a, a master's in applied mathematics, you know, and do classes from seven to nine a.m. There was this work ethic. And in undergrad, I was also working at Symantec in finance. Oh, wow. And I was an intern that was working there like 20 hours a week and saving all this money to help pay for other things. So it doesn't change your work ethic. And sometimes like when I think of, I'll go through the cons and then I'll go through the pros. Mm -hmm. Some of the downsides of having too much education or education from a top tier school is the um, association and the this almost confidence that you're slightly better than other people. And that is really true. I've seen folks come out of these schools and I'm saying me as well, um, right? Where you almost have this sense of confidence that, oh, I'm going to be smarter and better than this other person because they didn't have this master's degree or they didn't go to this top tier school. And, and the downside of that, I believe, is that in any job that you're in, um, having people coming from different backgrounds and giving different ideas and not having a tops down approach of like, this is how I think about things, but really getting more collective of what are people thinking? Let me hear the other ideas. Let's strategize and come up with something truly innovative is what every company needs. And you want to get rid of all the politics, all of the politics of the past dictates the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is one thing that is downside. Um, on the flip side, in we do this in our recruiting as well. What I have found is education in school and where people go and, um, you know, um, how many degrees they have sometimes helps with that work ethic. 
are they going to show up on time? Are they going to perform? Are they like, um, you know, um, going to make sure that um, things get done? And in part, because in school, you had to do the same thing. The person who didn't submit the paper is that maybe the same person who doesn't um, uh, who isn't going to get the, um, you know, email written on Friday night at 6 p.m. And so there's that with it. However, one thing I know is that I only know my own experience. I don't know other people's, right? One of my experiences, and this has been incredibly impressive from my time at Apple to my time at Nest to now my time at Hemlane, is some of our top, top performers are folks who did not come from traditional backgrounds. They did not go to the school. They went to schools I've never even heard of. They, you know, were working as a front desk of like a bowling alley. And then it's like, they are like this rock star product manager, right? So what is really interesting about it is the past shouldn't dictate your future. It helps guide how good you potentially think that this person is. But really what I found is the only source of truth for me is getting to know this person more. The more I work with someone, the more I trust them. The more that I screen them, the more I learn about their background from their reference checks, the more that I get more confident in them. And so there's pros and cons to it. Obviously school will help you get that confidence. Like for me, it helped with the confidence of me starting Hemlane. It really helped where when I would reach out to a venture capitalist and ask for, you know, a million dollars, they would take a call with me because they said, oh, she went to Harvard. That may have not have been true if I didn't have that on my resume. So some of that stuff helps, but you should never use that education as an excuse to say, oh, I can slack a little bit because I'm smarter. Like you still have to 1000% prove yourself, really be there and get your hands dirty with everyone else at the company. You're never too good for them. Um, and, and so there's kind of pros and cons to having a background and, and more degrees, because I feel like in some cases people use as, as, as an excuse in work to not do the work. Or in real estate, I think folks think that they're almost too smart or they go through analysis paralysis when they're like trying to buy a property, like overthinking it and thinking or thinking they're smarter than others. And it's like, no, you have this buy box, you have your performer, you're doing the work. Everyone is the same. Everyone's on the same playing ground there. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty strong and opinionated on it in the sense that there's some folks who say, you, know, you have to go to a top tier school. I want my kids to go to a top tier school. For me, my kids can go to any school. They can go to the community college anywhere. What I want them to have is that work ethic and make sure that they themselves are doing the work. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that I'll add there. And in, in, I go back to my management and leadership positions. It's funny, in, in the dot-com era, so 2000, 2001, 2002, we would only recruit from like 10 schools. Fast forward 20 years later when I was a second-line VP, uh, I didn't. college education wasn't even on the list. I didn't care. Yeah, I, I didn't care. I some of my best sales reps were uh, high school graduates, and a couple of them were high school dropouts. Yeah, yeah, just didn't matter, right? You just—it was funny to watch that evolution. I was thinking about that as you were going through it. Uh, the a couple other things that were different about my story is I started at junior college, right? I was married at nineteen. I had to pay for my education, uh, so I went to De Anza College. Uh, yeah. Shout out—I uh, forget what their logo or mascot is, but whatever the Dons, I think. And, um, that was, that was the right way to do it for me. And then I got an automatic transfer to Santa Clara, uh, again, 
then I start working and then I get a master's or a MBA in the evenings. Right. Cause I had to, I had to pay for all of this. Yeah. Um, so I guess the thing that I would kind of close out with this and you brought it up in the beginning is uh, I wish there was a better ROI calculation. The fact that they give 18 year olds, you know, loans easily to get, get into debt with student, uh, student loans is it's broken. And then you can't yeah. discharge it in bankruptcy. There's just all kinds of things wrong with it. Um, I think there needs to be an ROI calculation. And, you know, if you're in the sciences or mathematics or whatever, it's, you're going to get a lower cost of debt than other areas. I think there is a formula there. I just yeah. wish it was handled differently, but you know, I, I will now say college isn't for everyone. Uh, it was certainly uh, a part of my story. So, uh, but with that, Dana, we got to wrap up this session. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, one more time. Where can they find him lane? Thank you. Uh, happy holidays to you too. And you can go to www.hemlane.com. If you're looking for any last minute uh, holiday presents for folks who have rental properties, reach out to us. That's We'd a be great idea. To help. That's a great <laughs> idea. Thanks, Dana. Take care. Thanks so much.